0: He filled me again and then as we shared this morning the outward journey understanding the value of my thoughts as a man thinketh in his heart so is he understanding that one can be natural and one can be carnal and one can be spiritual And for so many, they stop in the middle, carnal. And understanding that the carnal man can be one that is saved, but not surrendered. And so there are struggles. There is envy. There is strife. And there are divisions. He struggles in his thoughts. He struggles with his words. He struggles with his conduct. We'll review it again even as we examine the word tonight. And tonight I want to take you a little further. Can I do that? There is so much more to learn. We are in class tonight, and we are going to the book of Proverbs. Proverbs chapter 2, and we are reading from verse 1 to verse 7. Hear the word of the Lord. My son, if thou wilt receive my words and hide my commandments with thee, so that thou incline thine ear unto wisdom and apply thine heart to understanding, yea, if thou criest after knowledge and liftest up thy voice for understanding, if thou seekest her As silver. And searchest for her. As for hid treasures. Then. Shalt thou understand. The fear of the Lord. And find the knowledge. Of God. Hear this. For the Lord giveth wisdom. Out of his mouth. Cometh knowledge. And understanding. He layeth up. Sound wisdom for the righteous He is a buckler to them that walk uprightly I'd like to speak to you on the subject tonight The law of wisdom The law of wisdom Father, we thank you for this moment And we thank you for your people We pray that your word will have free course. Help us to understand what the Spirit is saying to the church. Be magnified in this house. We take authority over every spirit of distraction. And Father, we pray that you will hide me and speak through me. And now may the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, both now and forevermore. And everyone says, amen. In 1999, State Farm rated the most dangerous intersections for accidents in the United States. The winner, or should I say the loser, was the corner of Beltline Road, and Midway Road in Addison, Texas. Do we have any Texans in the house? All right. (laughs) There were 263 reported crashes at that intersection in the Dallas suburb. That averages out to about five wrecks per week, not counting the unreported fender benders. You know, sometimes as we drive down the road of life, we come to dangerous intersections. We often refer to them as forks in the road. And these are moments, special moments, defining moments, where a choice we make or don't make sets us on a course that can influence the rest of our lives. Oh, I pray today, that if you are at that fork, you will make the right decision. Do we go or stop? Do we turn right or left? Do we go ahead or turn back? Perhaps you feel tonight that you are at a dangerous intersection right now in your life. Well, the Bible speaks about a divine resource we can utilize when we come to such intersections. It is called wisdom. There are many times when we will approach one of those intersections and we will realize that we have a shortage of wisdom. In the New Testament, the same vision was embodied in the Son of God and made available to the people of God. And I want to report to you tonight that he is available even as the wisdom of God to meet you and I at the point of our need. If you believe it, would you say amen? Living life successfully then is impossible without supernatural wisdom. We need the wisdom of God to go through the maze of life. That wisdom is available tonight. And it is so important to know at this stage, at this defining moment in your life, God makes available to you His wisdom. Three thoughts in reference to the wisdom of God tonight because if there is anything we need, it is to know what He thinks. We are surrounded by people who are always willing to give us their opinion. You will read books where men and women will purport a particular type of opinion. But tell me what Jesus thinks. Tell me what the Father says. And so tonight, we need the wisdom of God. Three thoughts in reference to this. First of all, point number one, the gift of divine Wisdom, the gift of divine wisdom. That passage that we read, Proverbs chapter 2 and verse 6, says the following. For the Lord giveth wisdom. Out of his mouth cometh knowledge and even understanding. And so wisdom is a gift. One that we cannot earn, but one that is freely released to us. Wisdom is a gift that comes from God. And if we are to have wisdom, we must understand, we must know God. The Bible says in First Corinthians chapter 2 and verse 14, The natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, they are actually foolishness to him because these things, spiritual things, are discerned. And so you can have two people sitting in the auditorium tonight and one may discount what they hear while the other receive what they hear with joy. One is saved and the other is not. In order for us to receive and understand spiritual things, we must be quickened. We must be awakened according to Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 1. And you hath he quickened who were once dead in trespasses and sins. It lets me know it is possible for a man to be physically alive and yet spiritually dead walking and talking and even physically seeing and yet not in communion with the Father because he has not acknowledged Jesus Christ as his Lord and Savior. And so tonight we understand that wisdom is a gift that comes from God. That's why the Bible says the fear of the Lord the acknowledgement that there is one who is bigger and higher and greater and respecting the sacrifice that he has made available to the human family. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Wisdom is a gift that comes from God. But that's not all. The Word of God helps us to understand In the book of James, reading from verse 14 to 17, hear the word. But if you have bitter envying and strife in your hearts, glory not and lie not against the truth. The wisdom, that wisdom, descendeth not from above, but is earthly, sensual, devilish. Hear the word. For we're envying. And strife is, there is confusion and every evil work. But the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, easy to be entreated, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. Do you recognize two words there found in the book of James that are also found in 1 Corinthians 3? Hear the word in 1 Corinthians 3. And I, brethren, could not speak unto you as unto spiritual, but as unto carnal. And it goes on to say in that passage, for whereas there is among you envy and strife. And so the carnal man, the carnal believer, the one who might be saved but not fully surrendered is struggling The Christian experience is hard because, my friends, he is operating in his own strength. He has not made that full surrender. And so in his life, in her life, there is envy and strife. And the Bible says that wisdom descendeth not from above. It is not as a result of being in relation with God that there is envy and strife. No, that wisdom is earthly and sensual. And devilish, for where envy and strife is, the Bible says there can be no good work. So, the will of God is to take us past carnality and bring us into spirituality. And bring us into a place where we are walking in full surrender. Where we are living with the understanding that Christ is my Lord. I'm not making any decision unless I first consult him. Wisdom is a gift that comes from God. And so, my friends, we need to understand, in reference to this gift, God gives wisdom spiritually. Hear the word, James chapter 1 and verse 5. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that giveth to all men liberally and upbraideth not. And so, as you examine the word, you will discover that the Greeks came to Jesus with their philosophic arguments, and some of the Jews came with their scientific approach. But my friends, only when a man acknowledges his spiritual destitution, his lack and inability to relate to God, ah, uh, it is only then, it's only when he sees Christ as the bridge, the one who is able to make the connection. God is here, and man is there, but Christ comes, and he is the one who bridges the gap, and that man acknowledges Christ and receives Christ, he then positions himself, herself to receive the wisdom that comes from God. I want to thank God for Jesus tonight. Anybody excited about Jesus? Anybody thankful for Jesus? I want to thank God for Jesus. He is the rose of Sharon and the lily of the valley and the bright and morning. Star, I get excited when I begin to think about Jesus. I want to confess tonight I do not know where I would be had it not been for the Lord on my side. And as a result of knowing Jesus, I'm a new creation, I'm a brand new man. All things have passed away. I'm born again more than a conqueror. That's who I am. I'm a new creation and I'm a brand new man. And for those of you who know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you can say the same. Can somebody get excited about Jesus? Does anybody love Jesus in this house? If you love Him, would you say, Praise the Lord! Oh, God gives wisdom spiritually, but that's not all. God gives wisdom sufficiently. I want you to know that the wisdom that God gives will match your situation, will match your need. We all find ourselves in situations at times where we need the wisdom of God. Well, you don't have to look very far. God is only a prayer away. I said he is only a prayer away. And the Bible says if you lack wisdom, all you need do is ask your father. Don't you know he is your father? Don't you know he loves you? Can you nudge your neighbor and say he loves you? Oh, he loves you unconditionally. I said unconditionally. In spite of your shortcomings, in spite of your flaws, in spite of all the mistakes that you will make. He loves you and the devil can do nothing about it. If you love him, would you give him praise and glory in this house? I feel like preaching tonight. Can I preach a little bit tonight? I said, I feel like praising him. Can I praise him tonight? You see, he's been so good to me that I cannot tell it all. But tonight, I'm thankful for Jesus. I said, Jesus. I said, Jesus. I said, Jesus. I said, Jesus. "Jesus." There is something about that name, the name of Jesus. Oh, I love him, I love him, I love him. Give him some praise. And so there is the gift of di- divine wisdom, but that's not all. Point number two there is the grasp of divine wisdom. Proverbs chapter 2 and verse 1 says, My son, if thou wilt receive my words and hide my commandments with thee, so that thou incline thine ear unto wisdom and apply thine heart to understanding, first and foremost, God relates to us as his children. Hear the word, my son. I want to thank God for my son. I have one son. He is Anthony Marcus Colin Graham II. (laughs) Listen, I love him so much, I gave him my name. (laughs) Well, I want you to know God has given you a name. Oh, praise be to God! There is a new name written down in glory, and it's mine. Oh, yes, it's mine. God has a special name for you. I have discovered when people fall in love, they give their boo a name. <laughs> is that right? Anybody in love in this house? Anybody know what it is to be in love? You don't have any people in love here? Is it an Indiana thing? (laughs) Well, I want you to know in New York, we fall in love. I've been in love with one woman for 27 years. We've been married for 24 years. Praise be to God. She called me last night, and I'm going to call her tonight. And her name is Leslie. I want to thank God for my wonderful wife. Listen. Listen, God is able to keep your relationship fresh. Amen? Yes, I have one wife and no sweethearts on the side. (laughs) Amen. I said, one wife. I said, one wife. Now, that's the way God planned it, that marriage should be between a male and a female. That's the way God planned it. When Adam was lonely, God went and created Eve and brought Eve for Adam. God did not bring Steve. God brought Eve. I want to thank God. I said I want to thank God that he knows best. We respect his wisdom. If God says marriage should be between a male and a female, then who can alter the wisdom of God? Who could question the wisdom of God? The sovereign, omnipotent, omniscient creator knows best. If you believe it, would you say amen? Oh, praise be to God. The grasp of wisdom, divine wisdom, must be grasp. And so point A, we must receive the wisdom of God. In Proverbs chapter 2 and verse 1, the Bible says, receive my words. Oh my friends, it is possible to hear the word and not receive the word. But we are encouraged in Proverbs chapter 2 and verse 1 to receive the words of the Lord. We must receive the wisdom of God. God knows best. Amen. That settles it for me. If God says it, that settles it. If God says it, I'm not going to question it. If God says stay away, I'm staying away. If God says when you see that turn and go in the other direction, I am going to do that because God knows best. And the church says, We must receive. It is possible, my friends, to be given directions and to not follow the directions. And then you are wandering aimlessly. My plane landed around 1030 on Sunday night. After having three services on Sunday. And after the third service, a meeting for the married couples. So three services, a meeting for the married couples and then to catch a plane. Plane landed at 10.30, and I'm to find my way to IWU. I must confess, I've never driven here before. I've been always picked up at the airport and brought here. So I went to the dollar rent a car, got in the car, got in the car, and then plugged in the address into my iPhone. Well, phone don't fail me now. Because from the airport to IWU, it's 83 miles, 83 miles. And so I I plugged in the address, and it says, well, turn right and get on I-70. And so I got on 70, and I was doing all right. And then it says, all right, get on 465. Got on 465, doing all right. Get on 69, got on 69, get on 37. But as I was on the 37, guess what happened to my precious iPhone? Guess what happened? Huh? Now remember I don't know the way. I've been here before because somebody brought me, but I've never driven. It's now about 11:45 at night. And I'm on this dark road, a fellow all the way from Brooklyn in Indiana. <laughs> all kinds of thoughts running through my mind, you know. <laughs> And my iPhone, as I look at the battery, it's red. And I know it's about to die. And I began to pray, Father, Father, aren't you glad you can call on your Father? Aren't you glad he hears you not only in church? Aren't you glad that he is a present helper in the time of trouble and shelter in the time of storm? 11.45, Father, I need your help. And guess what happened? I saw a service station, and I said, well, I hope they have what I need to get this thing some juice. And would you believe it had exactly what I needed? The Lord directed me to the right place. I was able to plug in my phone to the charger and I saw the light go on. I said, thank you, Lord. Now my phone was getting some juice. You know, sometimes in life, you find your battery running low. You know, sometimes as you go through life, things are hard and difficult and you need to be recharged. I just want you to know you have someone that you can go to. Someone said, when my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I. Can I tell you that Jesus is a rock? He's a rock in a weary land, and he is shelter in the time of storm. If you love Jesus, would you give him some praise and glory in this house? We must receive the wisdom of God, but that's not all. We must retain the wisdom of God. If we do not retain the wisdom of God, the truth of the word will have no effect upon our lives. As a matter of fact, there are some people who read the Bible, and the Bible is like a mirror. It shows them who they are and where they are. And the Bible says some of these people, they turn and they forget. My friends, we must endeavor by the grace of God to memorize the word. And the church says, we must respect the wisdom of God. If we do not respect the wisdom of God, the word of God will slip. As a matter of fact, every time the word is preached, the devil comes to steal the word. Because he understands the power of the word. I want you to know tonight that the word of God is unlike any other word in the universe. The word of God is alive. The word of God has power. The word of God is able to transform. You see, because the Word, according to the Word, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was and is God. There is the written Word. There is the spoken Word. But then there is the living Word. I have come to report tonight that the living Word is in this house. He is aware of your situations, and He is well able to meet every need in your life life the living word is none other than Jesus Christ of Nazareth our Savior lives I said 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 our Savior lives lives." he lives Christ Jesus lives today He walks with me and talks with me along life's narrow way. He lives. Does he live in your heart? Praise be to God. Well, then he is worthy to be praised. Give him some praise in this house tonight. It was Samuel Chadwick who testified the following. This is what he said. I have guided my life by the Bible for more than 60 years. And I tell you, there is no book like it. It is a miracle of literature, a perennial spring of wisdom, a wonder of surprises, a revelation of mysteries, an infallible guide of conduct, and an unspeakable source of comfort. Listen to this. Pay no attention to people who discredit it, for I tell you, they speak without knowledge. It is the word of God itself. Study it according to its own direction. Live by its principles. Believe its message and follow its precepts. No man is uneducated who knows The Bible. And no one is wise who is ignorant of its teachings. Samuel Chadwick. Oh, my friends, let us respect the word of God. But finally tonight, the goal of wisdom. There is the gift. There is the grasp. But now the goal. Proverbs chapter 2. Verses 5 through 7, then shalt thou understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord God giveth wisdom. Out of his mouth cometh knowledge and understanding. He layeth up sound wisdom for the righteous. He is a buckler to them that walk Uprightly. Oh, the wisdom of God. The wisdom of God is found in the Word of God, the Bible. If your desire tonight is to be wise, become a student of the Word. Study the Word and memorize the Word. The Word of God is able to relate to every situation in life. The principles of the Word of God are timeless. Timeless. What worked yesterday will work today. Amen, somebody. What worked for your parents will work for you. The principles of the Word. Listen, build your life on the Word. And listen carefully. Do not connect yourself with anybody who does not respect the word of God. When the word of God is respected, boundaries will be respected. Are you hearing me tonight? So that you're young and full of energy and everything works in your body. But listen, boundaries must be respected. I don't know who I'm preaching to tonight. And if you can't say amen, just say ouch. (laughs) Boundaries must be respected. Young man, keep your hands where they belong because boundaries must be respected. Amen. I said amen. Should I say more? I think I'll leave it there. Oh, my friends, the goal of divine wisdom. We must relate to God as our teacher. We must relate to God as our teacher. God, the Father, is my teacher. And that's why in Proverbs chapter 2, he says, my son. He speaks to us as a father. An earthly father would relate to his children. And now you know that your parents love you. Is that correct, somebody? Is that correct? Anybody know what it is to be loved by parents? And I want you to know that even if, yes, let's give God thanks for that. We thank God. Because for some of you, your earthly parents are making a great sacrifice to send you here. And to know that you are here. If There is a sacrifice being made. But I want you to know as much as your earthly parents may love you, they can never love you as much as God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit loves you. And even if you've never had the love of earthly parents, you have a heavenly Father who loves you and loves you and loves you and loves you. Can somebody celebrate the love of God tonight? God the Father is our teacher, and he has given us this book. We call the Bible as a manual of wisdom. And if we are to understand his heart, we must be a student of the word. And so we must relate to him as our teacher, but that's not all. We must relate to him as our savior. Hear the word, Proverbs chapter 2 and verse 7. He layeth up sound wisdom for the righteous. Do you know him tonight as your personal savior? It is essential that each and every one of us in this auditorium be able to remember the time, the moment, the place where that surrender was made. I remember at the age of 12 being in a Sunday school class and the word of God coming to my heart and speaking directly to the sin that was in my life. I remember kneeling and yielding and asking Christ to come into my heart and to be my Savior. My life has never been the same at the age of 12. He saved me, and friends, he has Kept me, Yes, praise be to God. I went into the United States Army saved and came out saved because God is able to keep that which we commit unto him even against that day. Would somebody give him praise and glory in this house tonight? And even here at college, on, on campus, God is able to keep you and strengthen you. And bring you into your purpose. Praise be to God for the keeping power of our Savior. And so, my friends, he layeth up sound wisdom for the righteous. Listen, God has something special for each and every one of us. And even as a father loves to give gifts... Our Heavenly Father knows exactly what you need. And, friends, the Bible says that He is able to do the exceeding abundantly above and beyond. All that we can ask, think, or even imagine. Listen, God has it all. Stay connected to Him. Amen. Stay in contact with Him. Amen. Build your relationship with Him. Amen. It is the most important relationship you can ever have because He loves you not only in this life but even in the life to come. He loves you then also. And the Bible says that we shall stand around the throne and rejoice in that day, worshiping the lamb upon the throne. I thank God for the hope that we have. It transcends this life, and even in the life to come, there is hope because of Jesus. Can somebody give the Father praise and glory in this house? But finally, we must relate to God As our keeper, hear the word. Proverbs chapter 2 and verse 7. He is a buckler to them that walk uprightly. Psalm 119 verse 1. Blessed are the undefiled in the way. They keep the laws of God. The NIV says, blessed are the blameless. I want to live blamelessly. I want to stay undefiled. Like Daniel, I've purposed in my heart that I will not be defiled. Just because others have struggled there, it doesn't mean I have to struggle there. I want to learn from their mistakes. And let me avoid what they went through. Because wisdom enables you to see trouble and turn from it. God is our keeper. But he will only keep that which we commit unto him. I love the words of Abraham Lincoln who said, I have been driven many times to my knees by the overwhelming conviction that I had nowhere else to go. My wisdom and all and that of all about me seemed insufficient for the day. When he looked around, what he knew seemed insufficient, but he knew where to go. I will lift up mine eyes unto the hills. From whence cometh my help? My help comes from the Lord who makes, who has made heaven and earth. I confess tonight, I need his wisdom. What about you? As my brother comes and plays softly on the keys, Those of you who would agree that to be successful in this life, that we need the wisdom of God, I'm going to ask you to stand right where you are, and in a moment, we're going to pray. The wisdom of God is available, available to you. And to me. After he plays, we will pray, Jesus. We worship you, Lord Jesus. If any man lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives for all men liberally and abradeth not. The wisdom that is given is sufficient for whatever that situation or need may be. He gives wisdom freely. All over this house, your heads are bowed, your eyes are closed. It's a wonderful opportunity for you to connect with your father and to ask him. If any man lacks, let him ask. All over this house, we are praying tonight Speak to your Father. Ask him for what you need. Your journey on this campus can be an amazing one as you continue to look to your Father for wisdom. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, We confess tonight our need for your wisdom. We need you. And so we thank you for your word that came tonight. Encouraging us even from the book of Proverbs chapter 2. Reminding us of the words that were uttered, My son, If thou wilt receive my words and hide my commandments and incline thine ear unto wisdom, then shalt thou understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. We need you tonight, Lord. In our cry for wisdom, we cry for you. For Jesus is the wisdom of God. Even to us, how we need you tonight. We are thirsty for you and desire more of you. We desire not only the blessing, we desire the blessor. We desire not only the gift. We desire the giver. We desire you. Help us, Lord, to walk in wisdom. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen.